good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another V Home episode of V Podcast. Be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith. Great podcast in all the land. All the land. Oh, things have moved up a bit. In the bottom square, he goes by the name of Cobb. What's going on? Feels like a game of Celebrity Squares. What's up, everybody? Uh, vaxxed, waxed, ready to party. I'm pumped that it's about to be summer and uh, psyched that you're here. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Up there in the third corner, getting everything all set up. Uh, you know what he does. Matt, kind of the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? I'm house living this week, Ted. That's what. <laughs> so is everybody vaxxed up now? I get my second vaccine tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., technically. Wow, and dude. I have not waxed anything. Finally. <laughs> Matt, you got vaccinated last week. You got the one hitter quitter. I'm done. Yeah, I don't Ooh. know what's taking Cobb so long. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I know we talked last time and I hadn't gotten anything handled, but, you know, I'm done. <laughs> it's handled. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Matt's like that horse that just comes up from behind like dude I didn't even see him like coming? And all of a sudden he's like yeah one and done I'm, I'm, I'm almost in my window dog <laughs> I know, I come up, I like, I'm almost in the real clear not the one that everyone pretends they get right after the shot <laughs> right I'm a weekend I got one more technically one more week before I'm all clear yeah Matt's that dark horse that Medina spirit baby <laughs> my receiver energy Cobb <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> Real quick, the one thing about the vax, right? And I was talking to somebody about this, and I just agree because I there's a lot of people like I'm not getting vaccinated, this and that. I'm like, look, I don't care if you get it or not, but I also am not going to feel bad for you when you got to sit in a 300 level and you can't interact with other people at a sporting event or you can't go to a concert. Like, I, I'm not going to want to hear it. Like, you show me, you show me your science on what's so wrong with them. Eh. Like, whatever. Either get it or don't. It's up to you. But deal with the consequences. Dude, 300 level. I don't think they're coming in the stadium, bro. I mean, that's the way it looks like things are going. But, I mean, already at, like, minor league stadiums and stuff, they have whole sections where if you're vaccinated, you can take your mask off and hang out and watch the game. And then if you're not Uh vaccinated, you got to sit in a separate section and sit far away (laughs) from people and keep putting it on and off. Dude, two-class society, man. That's honestly wild. I didn't know that. It's cap for your mouth. <laughs> the best is I saw a thing today. You know what? I'm not going to bring it up. I did not click on the article. I just saw a headline. I'm not going to be that guy. Nice. Uh, dude, you always pump me up with those. Ted, you love a little clickbait out there. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, now that you prefaced it, you could say it. He's like, single moms where? <laughs> <laughs> I live in Capitol Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love uh, him too ted <laughs> i usually like i'm working a pole you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> private school don't pay for itself uh, what else is he gonna say all right so here's the question everybody gets vaxxed up like what to you will mean like hey like this pandemic is over because even right now it's still strange right like 
not, not that anybody on here besides me, like really drink. Matt doesn't drink at all. Cobb, you'll have a beer here or there. But like, it's I always forget sometimes where it's like Saturday afternoon, like out running errands, going to the grocery store with a buddy. Like, hey, let's just pop in and get a beer. And then it's like, is it going to be open? Can we sit at the bar? It's going to be closed. So to me, when like you get back to that kind of normal stuff, things would be back. Ted Smith, you're not going to like my answer. So Matt should go first. Man. <laughs> All right, man. I mean, okay. So when the the lady was about to hit me with my shot, she just casually, she was like, and so here's your card. Might need this for travel law in the future. And I was like, I'm sorry, did you just say travel law? And she was like, yeah, like nonchalantly, right? She wasn't some, some person on the internet making a big deal of it one way or another. She's just a medical professional who's like, yo, I just know what's, you know, or that was what I heard was like, yeah, you might need this for the travel law. And that's kind of what I'm thinking is like, where am I going to need to bring this vaccine card? And as long as I'm bringing my vaccine card places, I don't feel back to normal yet. Like, I'm glad yeah. I got it. I'll take all the perks, but it, it's not going to feel back to normal if I got to show my vax card to get on a plane to go wherever. Dude, I feel like at some point you're going to have to just show it at the DMV to get it on your license, like a uh, an organ donor or a motorcycle cert. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that makes the most sense to me in terms of like yeah. having a government verifiable, you know, you got the vaccine, you didn't. Damn. Yeah. When I got my second one, they were like, take a picture of it too. And I was like, why? And they're like, cause you might need it somewhere and you're not going to have it on you all the time. That's a yeah. good one. I got to do that. That's a good tip. Um, <clears throat> dude. So for me, I was saying, all right, obviously, Texas is a little bit more open than Seattle is at this point. I was just in Seattle, I think a week and a half ago or something like that. And it's a little more closed up, but things are, the ice is starting to thaw. Um, so I was always saying there's this place down here. I don't want to say their name. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, there's this nightclub for people who hate nightclubs called Barbarella. And if anyone's been to Austin, it's some of the best dancing you can do. I'm sure you had a great time. It goes till four in the morning. So my plan during this whole pandemic. Cause I was like the first time I'm like in a concert and I made a deal with my friend. I was like, dude, when this thing is over, we're going to go to the crystal ballroom in Portland, Oregon. We're going to dance our faces off and that's going to be it. The pandemic is over. Well, that friend ended up moving down from San Francisco to Austin. He actually lives on my floor and, uh, we decided to, um, flip it and you know, what's it called? Not rain check. What's it called when you like switch something last minute audible. There we go. Yeah. Audible. You call it audible. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, yeah, we're going to, let's do an audible. Let's go to this dance club's 420 party. And they're having a big like reopening thing and just dance our faces off. We didn't end up making the 420 party, but last Saturday night, your boy was out on the roof of a nightclub surrounded by a hundred people dancing my face off. I felt incredible. The only reason I was there is because it's basically like I have two vaccines since uh, my girlfriend and I got COVID in January and then we got the vaccine and got sick from it. And so that's essentially the same as getting it twice. We're going to get it the second time tomorrow just for safety's sake, but it was incredible. I, so we opened down here, boys. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. I just, I don't know. It's kind of like carrying the Vax card and stuff. Like, uh, to me, it's going to have to be a bunch of different stuff before. And granted, I can only go off Washington State, but like, 
Yeah, there was an article today and the lady was like, I just want to walk into a place and get a milkshake with my kid and then have to worry about if we have masks or if it's open. Yeah. Well, and dude, as far as if you guys are betting on when you don't have to carry a vaccine card, we might not see that in our lifetime. Keep that in mind. I mean, that's a very real possibility. No, I mean, you have to have it on your license and it just is what it is. It's just another thing. It's a little star on your license or whatever. Not a big oh, There's deal. been a few times since this stuff started where you just like ca- casually say stuff because you're a smart, well-read dude. And like you haven't been that far off and your delivery is very like calming and reassuring. I want to say like, of all the ways that I could get introduced to these ideas. I've been very grateful that it's coming from your voice. Dude, the problem is I'm deceptively confident about things I know nothing about. <laughs> I know. That's the real say, twist. Let's back up to about let's back up to about a year ago today. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was about to say, dude. Yeah. A year ago, like one weekend, Ted and I are like, uh, I give it a, a week, maybe two weeks, you know, like don't even worry about it. It's gonna Look, be nothing. I you keep including me on this. We need to review <laughs> these tapes. That was the, bring that. up the tapes. That was, Wait, I Matt, did not say that. Matt, can we listen to the tapes next week on the episode? Uh, I don't know. I might be, do. I, yeah, I'm sure they're clearly labeled as the home episodes one, two, whatever. But I, I'm, I'm specifically like as the third party here, I remember Ted being like, this is going to take a while. I remember yeah. Ted being like, meltdown not to happening. Tape. Like Burning Man's not happening. Like Ted was call, calling. He said that shots. a week ago. A week huh? ago, he said Burning Man's not happening. Right. Remember, remember, everybody was calling me negative Nostradamus. Yeah, he had to start po- a yeah, whole positive movement. Oh, oh, this is going to be this is going to be a sweet, sweet victory, boys. Um, Ted, oh. Ted, you've been calling yourself negative Nostradamus, but no. Uh, if if we can do it though, that'd be cool. Oh, no, 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 no. Jesse and Jamie. <laughs> See, that, there he goes again, just saying it confidently. Like, right. But I didn't start the nickname. That's what I'm saying. Like, we were on complete separate sides of this issue. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I've just heard you say it. And uh, either way, so if we can review the tape, like whatever that like three-minute segment or something is next week, I think that'd be fun as hell. I know I was confident that it was nothing, but I feel like Ted was too, and I want to out him publicly. Uh, or he's just going to be like, dude, you know, like this is going to take a while and I'll look like an ass, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. I mean, literally, I, that's like the, this is like the fourth time you've dropped me in there and Matt and I are always like, Dude, there was no we. It was just you. And now you're like, we got to review the tape. Like, it's like, oh, you know, all dude, you only was... get one tape review a year. If you want to use it in the first half, like, I want to like, use it. I'm dude, throwing that flag. Dude, review the tapes. I remember Ted being like early, early on before when stuff shut down. But we we had a gap before we started up the home episodes, and it was during that time Ted started out like this will only take a few weeks if everybody does their part. And then the next week, you're like, doesn't look like people are going to do their part. This may take a while. And then the week after that, like, this is going to be a long, th- this is going to be a long thing, dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just remember that, that. I, that. I would believe that. I, I would believe. Remember, like, I mean, there's text messages I have with like my brother and my buddy Will. And I'm like, we need to do a full shutdown the whole country at once. Like, <laughs> stop rent. Stop this. It's the only way. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think we all came to that conclusion eventually. What I'm talking about is like in February, like, you know, late February, early March, when we were like, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's not that big of a deal, whatever. And then the next week we like corrected what we had said, or maybe it was two weeks after something like that. Oh. It's like, that's what I want is like that first tape where Ted Smith is like, you know, well, we I, reference- I don't know about this thing. 
Because that's what I'm saying is that you were right there with me saying that it was not a big deal. And I know it and you know it and I'm going to expose it. Oh, dude, I'm telling like we might have had a conversation before it was over here. But like, I'm telling you, man, you've been banging this drum for a year. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. You're well, we'll find out next week. Wrong. Bob, number one, what you're referring to is called an air check. And if you want me to go dig one up and you're going to have to ask that separately, it's a lot of work. I used to have to do those a lot at the radio yeah. station to go find just, a specific. If you want to send me an episode number in the timestamp, I got you. But what I think you're talking about, we were talking about it in the studio before we were no longer allowed in the studio. And I remember that arrogance like, oh, it's nothing back then in person. But that was a completely different world. I'm not interested in holding Ted responsible for what he said before the NBA canceled. But that's the season. whole point. The whole point before is that the NBA it's not going to be a big deal. Season? I, I mean, do you feel like after we were locked down, I was like, this is not a big deal. When I went, I went all the way yeah. to Utah for a month to quarantine. I was like one of the first hardcore quarantiners. Like at that point, people were still living their lives in Seattle. I I had quarantined for two weeks alone before you left for Utah, bro. Like that's what I'm uh, saying. Like, look, what, what Matt is right. We had a conversation before you have your first death in the United States in Kirkland on February 29th. A week later, I got sick, but you couldn't get a test. I had to quarantine for two weeks. And then we came back. And you were still like, ah, we, I got to see like this or that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Everything's going to be done this summer. Like, I'm shocked. I didn't even think we'd have football last year. You know, we can argue ourselves around in a circle all day on this. At the end of the day, I put a note for myself to review the tapes of Ted. We'll see if I get around to it because it'd be fun. Either way, uh, yeah, we, I'm, and, I'm cool to move on. And, and if you do give me an episode oh. number and a, and a time, I'll absolutely pull the audio. And like, we can do that for sure, technically. I think right. I can. Oh, I was just going to play it on my phone. Oh, my, that'll work too. Uh, microphone yeah. or whatever. Okay, cool. I mean, especially if I'm the one listening through, like, you know, I can select like something that makes Ted look terrible. I can yeah. cherry pick something good. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay. the big thing here is that I need Ted's reputation to suffer with mine. What's <laughs> oh, right? See, I know you well enough to know how you talk to people. I was like, oh, you're not putting me in this side with you. I mean, we've had emails already this year where people were like, uh, cop, that's a lot of we talk. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. All right. Well, I, so, right. You know what, Ted, let me see that Vax card. I don't even, now I don't know what to believe anymore. Hold <laughs> up to the screen. See, the, dude, that's what it's going to devolve. That's why I feel like it'll be on the licenses. People are going to start getting like real suspicious. They looked uh, remarkably forgeable. <laughs> that's, oh, dude, Ted actually does have his up. Nice. Oh, no, that's a fake, dude. That's forged for sure. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that's a good I call did, to get a photo. Everyone should take that advice. Mine's literally in like the kiosk. They were like, you should take a photo of it. I was like, yeah. Because when I showed up, like I get in line and, the guy, and I'm like, here's my appointment thing. And he's like, uh, where's your card? And I go. I know exactly where it is. It is not on me. He's like, what? I go, oh, I put it in a very special place and it's still sitting there. And he's like, all right, they'll, they'll give you a new one. And then I, I told the fireman, I was like, God damn, I feel like a stupid moron. Like, I know exactly where it is. And he's like, you are not the first. You won't be the last. 
<laughs> so they, I mean, it's all digital. They just look it up and can tell when you got the first or second or when you got the first one too. All right. We're talking about getting shots in the arms. Let's talk about cheating horses. <laughs> so the horse that won the Kentucky Derby test positive for a steroid. And then I want to say that was this weekend. So it was like Sunday night or Monday morning, Bob Baffert, who keep in mind has had over 20 steroids charges lobbed against him, uh, goes on Fox news. And it's like, this cancer culture is out of control. And it's like, dude, this is nothing. First of all, I hate that term. Second of all, you're talking about cheating. This has nothing to do with quote unquote cancel culture. I'd like to go to bat for my man. And Ted, you're talking about cancel culture because you're the problem, man. <laughs> you can tell it. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I can tell you're already pissed. Um, no, the, uh, so with the, the um, so my, my girlfriend's family does a pool for, uh, for the ponies, you know, Kentucky Derby. So I spent, they like print out sheets of all the past track times and all these obscure arcane stats that none of which represent anything to me. So I went through the whole packet and finally I decided on my horse. I picked my pony and I was like, okay. And I put it out there in front of the whole family. I was the first to pick it Medina spirit. I went, took a nap. Unfortunately, I missed the race during that time. I heard my pony won. And so now in its defense, the line, the party line <laughs> is it's tough to say with a straight face. The party line is that a stable worker peed into <laughs> a pile of hay and the horse ate the hay and therefore tested positive. And that's what we're sticking to. What say uh, you? The problem is Baffert changed the story again this morning. Now he, did? And he put an ointment on the horse that had some traces of it, but it shouldn't have been enough for him to test positive. Dude, what he is he even do? That lie was so bad. He couldn't even keep it going for a day. It's an 800 pound animal. Like, how is a little bit of urine going to make it test positive? That's insane. <laughs> and it's a million-dollar industry in horse. We're letting them eat hay with pee on it? <laughs> like, I, I don't see that. That I mean, right, Baffert, like, like come on, dude, get real. <laughs> I know. It's like, couldn't, like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> it's just like the the – uh, okay, I don't know if it's that he just didn't know what to do or like the disdain that rich people have for poor people in this country where they're like, I'll just say anything, man. They'll buy it. Like, I'm the man. Or, like, is it just hubris or is it like he just was like human nature? He was like, I just want to keep this prize pony or what? I mean, I still think a lot of it is just the, I know I bang on this drum all the time, but like the overall, just like how everybody in society now operates like a corporation. So it's like, let's get out in front and start the narrative, right? Like we can, as they would say, frame the conversation in the, in the way we <laughs> want it to and this and that. It's like, right, you had no excuse. You probably just should have shut the fuck up and let it go for a day or two, right? And then, he, and then, of course, he's like, well, the other charges against me, like they've been settled. It's like, right, but you weren't found innocent of all of them. Yeah. You just, they were settled. You know what I mean? It's like a guy being like, I've had all these charges against me for misconduct, but they've all been settled. Like, right. Doesn't mean you're innocent. Right. I mean, yeah, you weren't acquitted, man. Right. Like, trust me. I know. Like I PBJ probation before judgment, something before like the judge wasn't like, all right, you're innocent. He just said, 
hey, do this and that, serve your probation, we'll forget about it. Like, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they ask you on applications if you've been convicted of a felony. (laughs) Dude, yeah. It's like, I feel like you see that a lot with like celebrity rape things. And it's like, oh yeah, like it, it was settled out of court. And you're like, yeah, okay. So you paid them a bunch of money to make it go away, which obviously, well- Actually, I'm not even going to bring up that whole other subject. But yeah, the horse is very interesting story. Ted, what do you think happened? Oh, he cheated. <laughs> oh, whoa. He put something on the whoa. horse and the horse tested positive. So I'm saying like, and also it's horse racing. It's a dirty industry. It's not, this isn't new. I mean, it, yeah. was, only, it was only like two years ago. Remember horses kept dying down in California. Was it Santa Ana? There's some famous oh, track. Yeah. And everybody's like, we just don't know what's going on. It's like, bullshit, man. Yeah, like, yeah. You're pushing the healthy, limits of biology. Right, That's these healthy animals are just dropping dead. Like, something ain't right down there. Yeah, seriously. I mean, yeah, you look at even, like, <clears throat> I wonder what they could get away with. Because you think about, you know, like, Lance Armstrong with, like, the EPO. And there's so, so many different chemicals that are bioavailable that would affect performance in a race. So many. And it's like, do horses get like the full workup like Olympians or like, do we just not care? Cause it's a horse or somewhere in between, which sounds what it is somewhere in between. And I got something for you to watch. I found it on Netflix. It's called Icarus. Seen it's it. About a- Loved it. Loved oh it. my God. That's unbelievable. Matt, basically this guy's a very competitive amateur bike racer. He wants to try to do steroids, not try. He's going to do it a year of steroids, see if it helps them in this big race. And they put him in contact with this uh, Russian. Italian. No, he's Russian. No, I thought you were talking about, oh, not the original Italian doctor who invented EPO. No, no, no. Have you seen Icarus? Yeah. For some reason, I thought maybe it was just, a, I, I saw it like three years ago when it came out. For some reason, I thought they were going through like the history of like that Italian scientist dude who was help who ended up helping Lance. Um, and then, yeah, I don't really remember it he after gets that. Put in, he gets put in contact with the number one Russian chemist. And the Russians have a great lab. Like before, like, and this is going back years ago for the Olympics. And they do have the top testing facility. But they also have like a side facility where they've already figured out how to beat the test. And this dude <laughs> this gets hooked works. up with him. He never tests positive. The drugs actually didn't help him that much. Like, some people are just supreme athletes and then they dope up and they're even more supreme, but it's wild. That Russian dude is currently in the witness protection in the United States. Like it was a massive deal. And Russia almost missed the games in Rio and this and that, like, yeah, it's wild. But yeah, very good movie. And a lot of, a lot of good info on uh, um, people taking drugs to help their performance. Did, did they cover EPO in that? Like the steroids are kind of the beginning of it, but it, I mean, I think that's what he's taken, but the story just is more of him linking up with this Russian guy and the crazy stuff going on. I mean, most of the Russians that were high up in this, that, that were involved end up disappearing or are healthy people and have heart attacks. So, dude, so this is- I might not have seen that. I might've seen the documentary that's about the U S postal service, like bike team. Is, ahead, this, is Icarus a documentary or a feature? It's a documentary. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying it's real, dude. And it, okay. it is 
So when Cobb's asking about the horse versus human, I'm like, I don't know what they do for yeah. for the horses and stuff. But I mean, it's insane. And the dude has a way to smuggle urine in and out of countries. Dude, what I was thinking of was the movie Stop at Nothing, the Lance Armstrong story, and the Armstrong lie. So my bad. I don't think I've seen it, Chris. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm like, I don't know what they were taking in the beginning. That's like the genesis of it, but it it's really interesting. And it and it's real time. The Russian dude's going through it and getting uh investigated by all these organizations as he's working with this American bicyclist. Wow. Ted, here's what I've always wondered. Why don't regular guys like you and I just do EPO so we're superhumans? So we're just carrying more oxygen. We have crazy testosterone. We can lift cars over our head. What's to stop us? I mean, I think a lot of people can. You can take testosterone. You can take HGH. Like just athletes in these certain races can't. Should we? (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) But I mean, I'm a few years older than you guys. I'll I'll be there soon. Well, on that TRT, I, I always wonder, I, I believe when you take exogenous testosterone that it starts to shut down your natural production in your testes. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's what I feel like, like I had heard. Um, so I don't know. That's the only downside upside is you feel incredible and I don't know, get to live like a champion. <clears throat> so <laughs> man, if anyone listening remembers the original formula for this pre-workout supplement called Jack 3d, it was, it was all the rage right when I got into working out. And uh, I remember the guy that recommended it to me. He was like, this would, you wouldn't be able to compete in anything with this. <laughs> like, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I mean, you're not going to go to the Olympics or anything, but like, a bodybuilding competition. They might not like it. Like different, different places. Like it's on some lists. It's on some banned lists. Like hell yeah. But they were still selling it at GNC back in the day. And it was awesome. Smoke. Oh yeah. Take I mean, they still like even like hydroxy cut like that used to have a different formula. They still sell right. it. Fedra, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of that. I mean, I remember me and Bernie, we weren't even lifting. I was still probably close to 300 pounds. And we would just take <laughs> rip fuels if we were tired. And like, oh. <laughs> well, that, uh, one of the ones that got... Uh... <laughs> Dude, I always love stories about your old days, man. I don't know why. It just cracked me up. You were just oh. living a lifestyle, bro. You were living a lifestyle. <laughs> oh, man. I remember we'd go to McDonald's, hammer down a couple of double cheeseburgers because they were cheap, pop a couple of rip fuels, head out for the night. <laughs> Dude, this doesn't that sound so insane by contrast to your life now? You know, like yeah. I just saw you take a drink of a white claw. Like back in the day, you were on, you know, Old English or Bud Heavies or whatever. Like, if you even just, came to me right now and said, "Can I offer you some basically legal speed and two burgers?" I'd be like, "No, that sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen." <laughs> uh, but young Ted was just, you know, amped up and ready Tuesday to go. Night. Oh man! All right, let's take a let's take a break here, and uh, we'll be back in a sec. <sighs> Thanks again to our sponsors. Appreciate you. All right, I think it's time for some emails. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Ted, you cracked me up, bro. Greetings to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the, all land. the land. I'd say my choice for this cop topic would have to be. Uh, oh, for iconic theme songs. I'm sorry. I always forget to say the topic. Um, 
I'd say my choice for this cop topic would have to be Malcolm in the Middle theme song. Please tell me I'm not the only one here. Larp on, fellas. I, man, I hate to say it. I never really watched it. That's uh, Frankie Nunez, right? Munez? Yeah, and Homeboy from Breaking Bad, who's super popular now, was Hal. Yeah, never really watched. <laughs> I, sure. I watched, but I don't remember the theme song. Sorry. Yeah, like I'm sure it's iconic, but I, I don't know that show. <laughs> what Europe has to offer from a European. Just a few things for you guys to look up to get you through uh, everything being canceled this year. Motorsport, Ted. Uh, motorcycle racing um, on the Isle of Man. I threw some links in here. The Dakar Rally off-road racing across the desert. Classic car racing uh, for the Goodwood Festival of Speed. Concerts for Matt. Uh, download is on my list as I'd love to go to Donington for like the past 15 years. And Glastonbury is up there. Yeah. Obscure sports, Cobb. I'll watch the occasional GAA match uh, as I'm slowly getting the scoring system and rules. Uh, Ted, do you know GAA? I don't. Let me see. Um, Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like Australian or something. GAA looks like it's Aussie rules football maybe or Gaelic football. Um, Well, they actually don't say. I'm on there. I just can't tell what kind of ball that is. Hold on a second. Ah, oh, pop-ups, boys. God. Do you not have an ad blocker? No, I do. It's a, man, this is so much bigger of an issue. It's not the pop-up. It's the cookies pop-up that the oh. government has like mandated that now we all have to click yeah. on every time. It's like, dude, we know the internet has. Yeah. Well, it's the Alliance Football League. So I'm guessing maybe this is Gaelic football. Or is it the Gaelic games? So there's Gaelic football, hurling, handball, rounders. Some- hurling. It's hurling. Provincial football and hurling. Cool. Um, and uh, also look up uh, Kabaddi. It's a brilliant Indian sport. And he sent a YouTube video. Nice. Going to throw right. it on the side. I'll watch it after the cast. Also, Matt, I'm day five into the Wim Hof cold showers. Stay safe and LARP on. Hell yeah. Ron. That's awesome. Um, who's that from? Ron. Ron. Okay. Great job. I was also laughing at like, He's like obscure sports. I'm I'm down uh, GAA. And it's like one minute sidebar as cop Googles it and Ted lists out a bunch of random possibilities like nailed it. <laughs> Very obscure. Well done, Ron. Well, GAA, I think, is the Gaelic Athletic Association. I was reading the sports they govern. Oh, OK. <laughs> I looked it up, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I am not a Wim Hof breathe method person, but uh it is definitely cool, cool water shower season already for me. Yep, same. This time of year, they uh, just feel good. Iconic show opening and reason for a vaccine. Hello, gentlemen. I was thinking about the most iconic show opening for a few days, and I can't believe it only just occurred to me. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm sure loads of other people said the same, but it's so iconic that there was a popular meme on online forums for a few years where someone would tell a long, interesting story only for it to somehow devolve into the person getting into a fight with a couple of guys who are up to no good. You know the rest. Also, as a side note, I wanted to give a reason to get vaccinated that you may not have considered. While youngish people like us are super unlikely to face serious complications from COVID-19, we are prime candidates for infection and disease mutation incubation. That's a very good point. 
Uh, basically, a virus wants to infect healthy people and spread between healthy people so it can reproduce at maximum rates and mutate around immunity, natural or vaccine. A dead host is bad because they're no longer incubating its virus babies and can't be reinfected by virus 2.0 later. For example, most people are no longer immune to smallpox, but mutant smallpox doesn't show up because we eliminated it via vaccinating, preventing it from circulating. Uh, we don't need vaccines or boosters for it because it just isn't circulating around among humans at the moment. Uh, point is, get those shots and don't be an incubator for those virus babies. Cheers, Chris. Chris, I totally agree. Great call. Well summed up. And also, Chris, great email, but I'm almost 100% positive Matt brought up Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when we first did the cop topic. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate all the vaccine science. I was going to let that one slide, but yeah, <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> I don't know. I smoked a lot of weed in my vaccine recovery this past week, so. No, I think you brought it up and then you were like, yeah, I'm kind of shocked how everybody like knows these lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, movie quotes and opening theme songs. Just wanted to add my two cents in on the current the podcast topics. First, a few weeks ago, you were talking about movie quotes. My favorite to just drop and walk out is big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. I still use that too. Nice. I love that one. Classic. Uh, lastly, for the cop topic over opening theme songs, probably a little outside of your world, but Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend, Kelly. Kelly, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think I know I know the Golden Girls theme. Somebody was asking me, it might have been Mike Hawk, about like, how was the actual show? And I'm like, I don't even remember. Like, I haven't watched an episode of it, and I, I can't even tell you if I like the show anymore, but I definitely remember the theme. Also, what else? What did Kelly say first? Oh, the big gulps thing. So my issue is the big gulps line is funny, but like I'll do it at a bar sometimes too and just kind of look over like, hmm, Bud Lights. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ted and Waterfowl. The greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. I've been listening to the podcast at work to drown out my boring coworkers. I started at the beginning, now on home episode 40. I ran across the episode where Ted was uh, talking about how he wanted to go waterfowl hunting. Then heard Matt say that he took a shot at inviting the golf rapper to golf with him. It inspired me to shoot my shot, pun intended, on inviting <laughs> the Ted Smith to go waterfowl hunting with me. If he does, hit me back. LARP on. Well, wow. Ted, what say you? Wait, you, there's more information for you. Yes, okay. Ted, I'm an experienced waterfowl hunter, 18 years in the game. And he has one final email. Uh, hey, boys, waterfowl guy here again. Ted, if you want to go bass fishing and actually catch bash, bass, I'm your guy as well. What say you, Ted Smith? Yeah, forward to me that email. Yeah. All right. You got it. Also, did I tell you the other funny thing about the fishing, sh the fishing stuff and the fishing show? I don't think so. So I didn't catch a fish, but then there's another listener and his uh, – He's a big outdoorsman and his buddy runs that show on TV, the Northwest like fish reports that comes on on the weekends. So I think huh. I'm going to end up on a fishing show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, dude, what show is it? Sorry. I was forwarding that email. I think it's just called the Northwest fish report or something. It comes on like CW 11 on the weekends at some time. 
Oh my gosh. You can look it up online too, but he was like, dude, like he'd love to have you come out with them. And I'm like that classic Ted. Yeah. Oh Northwest fishing reports. <laughs> dude, that really is classic Ted Smith. Like you're going to end up as like an expert on some show where you know nothing about you'll have the little vest and be dialed and be like, you know, honestly, I'm just, I'm here to drink beers and have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the last time you went fishing. You're like the guys I was with, they were good. They were real good. <laughs> dude that's awesome man i love that i mean i feel like at some point there's just a career for you in in something like that where you're just like yeah he doesn't really fish but like he's a good guy man just bring him out <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take another break here then we'll come back with uh with what's batting in the cop topic all right well welcome back let's check in with what's matting all right well uh yeah i mean i guess we talked about that i got vaccinated uh on thursday i was very excited to get the j and j not have to deal with it. Um, and, you know, I had a good time. I went to the Fred Meyer in Bellevue. I had a good time walking. I don't know if I was supposed to walk around the store for the 15 minutes, but nobody explicitly told me not to. So I just walked. I love Fred Meyer. Like, of course, I'd, I'll spend 15 minutes here after my shot. And it was a great experience. I had an awesome time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was fun. I was like, should I start a J and J all the way chant here in the waiting room? Like, are these people as stoked as I am? Like, I don't know. It's tough, tough crowd to read, but you know, I tried to make the most of it. Um, <laughs> dude, I was filling a prescription on Friday and there was like these two guys behind me and like, basically like, you know, like you drop off a prescription and then you pick it up at the other side. So it was already called in. I'm at the pickup part and they're in the drop off and then they walk up behind me anyhow. So I cut them off like twice, not meanly. So finally I just look over and I go, man, I'm just going to cut you guys off every time. And they're like, we're just here for the J and J. And I was like, nice. Got mine Tuesday. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I was, I mean, well, so last time we podcast, we were off last week, but last time, you know, I still hadn't signed up for mine. Right. And around that point, I signed up shortly thereafter. But like around that point, you guys weren't bad about it. But people were starting to treat me like I was an anti-vaxxer because I didn't want to drive to Puyallup to get mine. I'd rather wait a few weeks so it was closer to home, you know, but like it was getting to this point of like, why haven't you gotten it yet? And I was like, I've looked like calm down, everybody. And then the J and J came back on the scene and I got scheduled for that. And it was like, I cut in line by like two weeks. I was just ahead of all these people that were talking shit a little bit earlier that were done with their first one. They're like, why aren't you registered? Like, Oh, you going in for your second now? Cool. I'm done. So <laughs> just overall, very positive vaccine experience. I would say, um, and you know, smoked a ton of weed all weekend. And then it was like, yeah, this vaccine makes me want tricks. I don't know. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. We were off last week. That's I got awesome, my second dude. dose. I was just tired, man. 
I love yeah. that. Tired and a headache, but yeah. But then the next day I felt fine. Yeah. The tired seemed like one of the symptoms, but literally it was like a 37.23% indica that I got right literally from Fred Meyer, went right to the weed store and picked up that wedding punch. So the whole weekend's kind of a wash. <laughs> dude, I, I actually got really sick from my, I was sick for like three days, but Matt, dude, you're just, you're so perfect. Like being removed from the Northwest just a little bit. You know, that dude's just like, it's that sour diesel, bro. Like you're like from a movie. I fucking love it. Sorry for swearing. <laughs> Fine. Uh, also had a really good mother's day, you know, cause, uh, you know, I like to be a good son when, uh, but my mom and I went to the grocery store and she she mentioned that like chocolate covered strawberries sounded good. And we go to the bakery section and they have them and like they have multiple ones, but they're all just looking raggedy. Like the stems are wilted and brown and it's like it's Mother's Day and this is your selection. It's not like there's one left. It's like, what are you guys doing? This is prime chocolate covered strawberry day, right? Cobb, I mean. Yeah, and you're a big shishkaberry guy, right? You've talked about this. As you know. So I have certain quality standards that I expect when it comes to chocolate-covered strawberries. Yeah, <laughs> rightly so. I'd say and Valentine's Day as well. Valentine's Day is another big one, yeah. Um, and so I, I was a little disappointed that it was like that, but I, I was like, okay, Mom, don't you worry, you know? Um, and... We had we were getting stuff from the Starbucks and I was like, just wait at the Starbucks. I'll be right over. And it, it ended up taking longer. So she caught me in the middle of it. But I had this plan of like, I'm going to go get you the best fucking strawberries in the produce section and get the chocolate stuff that you melt yourself. And I'll make mm -hmm. you some chocolate covered strawberries. Um, so the element of surprise was spoiled because, you know, she came into the produce section while I was there. But they had some dope strawberries like the organic ones were fire, but they also had literally a like a giant box like this. But it was one layer of strawberries. and It was like Driscoll's like the biggest best on the farm. And it's like top shelf box of strawberries that they had. Um, so, you know, mom got some pretty awesome chocolate covered strawberries for Mother's Day. But it was just such a triumph of like. Oh, you want them? I'm going to go to the bakery and get you some. And then it's like, these are pathetic. No way. But like, I will not be stopped. And man, they came out so good. So that was the other highlight of the weekend. Once the vaccine chilled out and I was got my feet back under me on Sunday. I was like, A or B? Just pick one, A or B. Me? Yeah. B. All right. I got chocolate covered strawberries at the Godiva store once for a girlfriend. We had just been dating a couple months, like show up to her house. Everything's cool. We go out to a bar. The next morning I wake up, she goes, Hey, thanks for the gift. You got six. She ate three of them. <laughs> here's the, here's the real question. How'd the relationship work out? Oh, solid, man. <laughs> we dated for a while. You remember Molly. Uh, that might've been before we were friends. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll remind you because that was Belltown either yeah. way. Yeah. 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 I know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had two yeah. effed up stories about chocolate covered strawberries. That was just B. <laughs> 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 All 
right, Matt, you good to go? Yep. All right, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Uh, Ted's a man who can do some damage out there in the streets when left to his own devices. Let me tell you, we've been friends for 10 years and I know that to be true above all else. Um, Okay. So, uh, you know, we, we are obviously in the prime demographic for YouTube. I'm sure you guys use the service. I do actually just got premium. No big deal with a couple friends, $5 a month balling out. And, uh, um, okay. So the clickbait titles are getting out of control. And I feel like they're just like getting crazier and crazier. So the cop topic this week is if the devil had a YouTube channel, what would his video titles be? Feel free to email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com. If the devil made a YouTube channel, what would the video titles be to get you to click? <laughs> I don't know. What do you got boys? Anything popping into mind? <laughs> I mean, for years, I thought if the devil came in one form, it's probably a donut. <laughs> so I don't know. I like the idea of him being like, yeah, you can eat these donuts, sugar-free, guilt-free, whatever. They're just donuts. Like, all right, devil. Yeah, healthy donuts. Healthy donuts made at home. I don't know. Blonde women that like chubby guys with body hair. That's what I was going to say, man. <laughs> The devil's not on YouTube. Like, the devil's ooh, channel's on ooh, Pornhub, clicked. dog. <laughs> <laughs> clicked. Right. How, how would you get me to click? Well, I I mean, I thought he would be on Pornhub, like, you know, and then all of them, right? Like, I thought he just has multiple websites that I'm already an active member of. <laughs> um, if it was I a, mean, DM is like the devil message. Yeah. Okay. Dude, think about how many hours are wasted like on church Sunday morning. Okay, I feel bad if people are religious, but how many hours of people's time across this country are wasted on like a church Sunday morning, like, uh, you know, prayer group talking about how porn is the devil? Woo! Like how many conversations a year? Thousands, right? Th- I mean, tens of thousands. I mean, like, well, porn is the devil. It's like, yeah, I mean, we know. I mean, it's a... F- fascinating topic and it would be a shame if you were so caught up in your own religious dogma that like I I don't know there's a lot of that stuff going on these days where it's like stuff's wild and people get so worked up about it that like I think there's a lot to be said for staying neutral with your jaw on the floor and being like what and that's (laughs) that's where I am when I think about what porn's done to society I don't need to get all up on my high horse and like you know statistically they're probably the ones watching the most messed up porn anyways too yeah you're not wrong the only thing i will say i guess about so it's not like we're condoning porn i will say that it does cause like uh there have been multiple studies showing that it causes like uh ed and stuff like that over long-term users so do your own research oh yeah and we've talked about it plenty of times on the cast like there's downsides to porn for sure but yeah this is the devil baby i mean (laughs) i'm just like yeah you're right like you i I mean i have to catch myself like we're not looking at a porn video like i mean i mean like yeah we have 15 minutes but let's just go let's just get somewhere early it's cruise sports center you know (laughs) (laughs) Cobb, you got me into uh 
you were an early influence for my like gratitude practice. And one day I oh, wrote nice. porn on my gratitude list. And then it was like a spiritual experience later when I was watching it. <laughs> Dude, very apropos, Matt. Very apropos. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I mean, to me, the devil works in a lot of ways, but I feel like that's the way he come at me. <laughs> and they're all mysterious. Uh, just like that Jesus guy. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, we'll be back to normal next week. Everybody will be, well, everybody's all vaxxed up, so we're good to go. We'll be completely done. Uh, other than that, yeah, I don't know. Stuff's opening up. It's nice out. Like, Cobb, you know, it's warm already in Texas, but if you're in Seattle, it's nice out. Enjoy it. Last year has been rough. I don't know. Go fishing, go hiking, go play some cornhole, get in a backyard. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Get out there, boys. All right. There you go. For Cobb, for, or for MCTP and for Cobb and me, Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>